it's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted, independent, American Standard Air dealer. Owner Chris Wedekin sells the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, which is a great option to heat and cool individual spaces while blending into the decor. If you want your poker room to be dressed up, you could take a vinyl wrap and put on these. If you like the more modern look, they have styles in black, silver, and pearl white that would be more aesthetically pleasing for your rooms. Find out more at absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted, independent, American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. It is the Hammer and Nigel show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nigel still out. That means Indy Spanglish is in. Jerry Lopez riding shotgun here. And it is time for the side piece. <laughs> the lovely and talented Casey Daniels has just sauntered into the studio. Is that what I did? I sauntered? It was a saunter. Okay. I All liked right. it. I'll take it. <laughs> you know what it is? It's better than dragging a beach chair in here like it's going to give me a heart attack. Which is what <laughs> happened to our president over the weekend when he was on the beach. All right. We'll get to Joe Biden okay. in just a little bit. Hold okay. on. Okay. I want to start with your interview that you and Rob did with a former attorney general, now gubernatorial candidate, mm-hmm. Curtis Hill. Yeah. I thought that was a really good conversation. You guys had him in studio for like 45 minutes. Yeah, he was here for a while. We talked about a lot of different things, but thank you, by the way, for that. Um, yeah, he said he wants to bring true conservative values back to the state house, and he's a proven conservative uh, to lead and Indiana is going to face some tough times, the state as well as the nation, and that he's the guy to do it. So uh, I thought it was really interesting to hear everything that he has to say. You know, he's from Elkhart, and so I've known about Curtis Hill for many years because he was the prosecutor in Elkhart County when I lived in South Bend. And he did have a reputation for being very tough on crime. And for a while, things in Elkhart turned around under his leadership. Now, since he's gone, maybe they're going back the way they were just a little bit. But um, I I think that, you know, he's got a lot of good things to say. We, of course, like the fact that he was really critical of Holcomb uh, because of everything that happened during the lockdown. Indiana establishment Mm -hmm. hates Curtis Hill. Yeah. Which honestly is one of the redeeming values of Curtis Hill, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's what? He's a little bit of an agitator, you would call him. And uh, he was one of the very first people within 24 hours of the lockdowns who wrote a letter to Holcomb and said, no, you're not taking away the liberties of Hoosiers, which I think was really good. But, um, you know, we asked him a lot of different things. Of course, we had to address the allegations. And he said, you know what? There were seven investigations. He expects that it's going to be brought up throughout the campaign, but he said it's over and he's ready to move on. So I thought he's not afraid to address it. He did, but he was kind of like, let's move on, people, which is uh, probably a good thing. And it makes me wonder, do do, uh, do Hoosiers really care? Because we've been a big Trump city, as well, or a big Trump state as well. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to overlook some of those allegations or, or things like that, are we willing to do the same thing for Curtis Hill? Well, I think he definitely hopes so. I mean, he's ready to move on. And, uh, you know, we'll see. It's a little different when you're talking about Donald Trump on a national scale versus somebody here in the Hoosier state. I mean that it seemed to me very much like a a hit job because there were never any charges brought against him and so he's you know he's free to move about the state, right? As it should be. Um conversely, you know the GOP hasn't said anything about like what's happening with Jim Lucas and that guy 
did plead guilty. So there's there's two sets of rules, it seems like. So I think for Curtis Hill, it is time for people to look beyond that. Um, and, you know, we'll see if actually the media does. I've only seen one article recently about him that did not mention the allegation. So people are going to question him about it. He sounds like he's prepared to answer them, but move on. Did he mention at all what's going to be different uh, compared to Eric Holcomb, Mm. compared to Suzanne Crouch, anything like that? Well, he said he definitely wants to look into how the state is spending tax dollars. He was really critical of the increasing taxes, and he said that the state needs to look into what we can do without. Um, You know, from other parties, we hear nothing about... Raising taxes, property taxes, gas tax. Uh, Curtis Hill is saying, no, we need to look and see what we're spending our money on and what we don't need. So that is different, in my opinion, from what we've been hearing from current party leaders. I mean, Eric Doden, he wants to give teachers everything. Who do you think is going to pay for that? We are. So that's an opposite direction. You know, it's a shame that, you know, when we're talking about teachers, right, don't get it twisted. I feel like they're doing God's work. They should be able to get some of the things that they want. But this isn't a mafia-style shakedown either. And the way that the teachers' union has been kind of brainwashing everybody, it's almost the way that it feels is, if you don't want to give these teachers everything, Uh you're a horrible person. It's the same thing with this war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't want to give everything to Zelensky... Doesn't mean you're pro-Putin. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, we'll see. You know, he still has to get those 500 signatures. I asked him about the fundraising, uh, because he just announced Monday, so he's all of 48 hours into this. And he knows it's expensive to run for a statewide office here in Indiana, because you've got all of the markets. You got to hit Northern Indiana with Gary. You got to hit Fort Wayne. You got to hit South Bend. You got to hit Indianapolis. You got to hit Evansville and even get into the Cincinnati markets. It's expensive. And he knows that. But he says that, uh, you know, they're going to go with some grassroots and hopefully make a dent. He's working today. He mentioned he was going to be in Lafayette, Indianapolis. They're going to go down south and then head back north um, to get the to get the name out, to get all the signatures. You mentioned being up north, and you mm-hmm. lived up in South Bend for a number of years. Mm-hmm. There's not a station like WIBC anywhere else in the state of Indiana. Right. Fort Wayne has WoWo, yeah. but they still kind of carry the water for all things Republican. Yeah, they do a little bit of establishment. Now, South Bend does have WMNC, which I believe is still a federated media station. It's relatively new when you compare it to WIBC, who's been around for years and years and years. It's on the frequency that used to be a rock channel. Right. The reason I ask is, yeah. do people in that part of the state, where you live for so long, mm-hmm. do they understand that just because there's an R next to somebody like Eric Holcomb mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean they're going to govern govern like conservatively yeah. conservatively you know I I couldn't really answer that I mean you said it whoa whoa is uh leans a little bit more establishment and I haven't listened to WMNC for a long time so I don't know what their message is I I can't imagine that there's any show like yours and Nigel's across the state or like Rob and I where we weren't going to call out both sides so I I I really couldn't tell you, Hammer, if they're getting that message. 
Casey Daniels joining us from the Kendall and Casey show every Monday through Friday, nine to noon. So let's talk about Joe Biden here (laughs) because there's a clip going around Mm -hmm. of Dana Bash of CNN. She's one of their political reporters. Mm -hmm. She has anchor duties as well. She's very upset that the perception of Joe Biden may be damaged because he's not claiming the seventh grandchild, the one that Hunter knocked Mm -hmm. up the stripper with. Joe Biden's not claiming that grandkid, and Dana Bash is upset that's going to hurt the image Mm -hmm. of Uncle Joe, Grandpa Joe, this great family guy. I heard you guys talking about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Break down what you guys had to say earlier in case somebody missed it. Okay, well, you know, I mean, his whole public image is centered around his devotion to family, including Hunter. Even in strategy meetings over recent times, they've been telling aides that the Bidens have six, not seven grandchildren. So they're totally just discounting an entire human. I mean, I think that this shows Joe Biden's humanity. Maybe he doesn't want to have Navy Roberts at the Christmas gatherings, but to just flat out ignore her complete and total existence? She's a person, and she knows that she is the granddaughter of the President of the United States. So I can't imagine what kind of scarring that does to a child like that. She's aware. This isn't like a baby who doesn't know their surroundings. She's going into kindergarten soon. Imagine she goes to school. Oh, my gosh, you're the President's granddaughter? Well, Technically, yes, but he's not acknowledging me. And when he says stuff like, how do I spend time? How do I want to spend the rest of my life? Oh, I want to spend it with family and all of our grandchildren and their spouses and all of their family. They are my heart. Well, okay, but baloney, because you're totally ignoring one of the kids. And the thing is, he's so proud of Hunter, right? He's the smartest guy in the room. You know the mother of Navy Roberts, London Roberts? She's a graduate from Arkansas State University. She went to George Washington University. Not an easy school to get into. She was studying forensic investigation. She was dancing to pay for her college when she had the interlude with Hunter, who, by the way, had just come off his affair with his brother's former wife, Haley Biden, and when he met London. So, like, who should Joe Biden be proud of, his son or the mother of this granddaughter? I would say it's the mother of the granddaughter. She seems like she's a harder worker than Hunter is. But I just I just think it shows that his total lack of compassion and BS. I mean, he's saying, I'm the family man. Family's so important to me. Yet he's not acknowledging this granddaughter at all. What are you working on at WIBC.com with the side piece? Okay, so Indiana is one of the states, we're in the top 10, that spend the least amount of money on home improvement. So I've got that dollar figure, and we're going to put that online. WIBC, just go to blogs and select the side piece. The Kendall and Casey Show, every Monday through Friday, 9 to noon, here at 93 WIBC. Casey, thank you. Thanks, Hammer. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.